On this Fan Mail Friday, we cover questions about the getting Trout to the playoffs narrative. How do Angel fans get through to Artie Moreno? And what would happen if Artie Moreno did, in fact, sell this team? Let's talk all about it. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you want to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On Everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening, Come on over to YouTube. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. You can make every moment more. And right now, new customers like you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. Hey, happy Friday to you. And thanks for being here for another edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my birthday, brother, hey, John. Happy 45th go. birthday, John. 45. No, I, don't I look great for 45? <laughs> You're not even 45 yet. You I'm can't not even that. 45. Uh, I want, you know what? Let me, that's actually a good question. Locked on every dayers. How old do you think I am? Let's Ooh. not say, let's not tell. Let's not tell Mike. Let's, let's not tell. You might get really insulted or you might be really, really pleased with exactly, their answers. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's our second off season here at Locked on Angels with you. And we're grateful that you're here with us uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Of course, we're doing three episodes a week, but next week, because it is Christmas day on Monday and then also new year's day, the next Monday, Mike and I are going to do our three episodes a week during the Locked On MLB podcast offseason. We're going to do those Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll have some short form content in between, of course. But just so you know, for the next two weeks, there will still be three episodes. We're just going to do them Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just to make it simple for everybody. And of course, you know, that way we can celebrate the holidays with the rest of Super Halo fam, right, Mike? Heck yeah, I look forward to that. So yeah, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next two weeks. And then we'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday after that, leading up to spring training. And get this, we were nominated, Mike. Uh, Lockdown Angels has been nominated for the 2024 Baseball Podcast Awards. You Look can help us. us out and help out the Super Halo Bros today. Uh, we'll put the link in the episode description, whether you're watching or listening. And if you're watching on TV, come on over to YouTube and find that link or Go to your favorite podcast platform and find that link, and we'll put it there for you. Give us your vote. We'd love that. That would be so grateful. We'd be so grateful for that. We could be, Mike, an award-winning podcast. How about that? Oh, how about that? I already already call it the uh, world-famous podcast to my family, and I'm insufferable, so I can't <laughs> wait. We do win. I can't wait to actually have some credibility behind the, my name. The Angels could actually win something, Mike. Uh, we could I win a podcast it. award. I would there love you go. it. I'll be All insufferable right, in this house. It'll be awesome. That's right. Hey, <laughs> Let's get into your questions for Fan Mail Friday. Let me read this one out, Mike, from Robert Chacos3084 on YouTube. He said, for Fan Mail Friday, I've been a fan since the early 90s and wish my team's success above all else. But my question is, why is the narrative of getting Trout to the playoffs so prevalent? Does the lack of team success lessen individual accomplishments? Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, I think that everybody's going to measure players by 
how much they won and basketball, yeah. right? Charles Barkley in basketball would be an example, although he did make the playoffs. But the, you, the, you mentioned early er, Ernie Banks, and I am um, sorry to cut you off, but they, I this just came to me. Somebody said it's fine if Trout wants to be the Ernie Banks of baseball, and that's what infuriates me is the narrative like. Trout's never been to the playoffs. No, he's been to the playoffs. He yeah. was there in 2014. Right. And it just goes to show me that like people don't pay attention. People yeah. and the people who want Trout off this team the most are the ones who aren't paying attention to that sort of thing. Yeah. And to talk about Ernie Banks is kind of in a passing thought. Like, if you just want to be Ernie Banks, like they, that means they missed <laughs> right, yeah. the career also of that. Ernie Banks, right? <laughs> like the guy was phenomenal, a phenomenal player, and the Cubs just weren't really good, and they haven't been really good. The truth is, Johnny, Trout's a Hall of Famer if he retired today, right? But the lack of play in significant games, I think for a lot of fans, it lessens the aura. It lessens the 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 vibe around Mm -hmm. Trout. And 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 that is a, a reality. And we have to accept that reality. Truthfully for me as a fan, I would love to see him in games that matter and I would love to see him perform in games that matter because yes, having Trout come through in those big moments, what we saw a couple years ago from Bryce Harper in the playoffs, I think that that's what Mike Trout would be in the playoffs. Mm. I think that we would see him make great plays. I think that we would see him steal some bags. I think that we would see him get a couple of great hits. The WBC is an example of that. He can carry a team if he gets hot. And I just want to see what that gear looks like for him. And truthfully, I think a lot of fans want to see that. So as much as we wish our team well, and Robert, I've been a fan really paying attention to the Angels since the 90s as well. So you and I are in the same boat. I really want to see... Mike Trout in the playoffs. And I personally don't think that it lessens what he's accomplished, but in the baseball world, that does matter to a lot of people, especially those that vote for the hall of fame. Not that I think it keeps Trout out of the hall of fame, but that narrative of he's a hall of famer, but would be erased if Trout does get to the playoffs and plays significant games in the playoffs. Right. There's just so many names though, that you can, you can rattle off of guys who never won a world series. Like at the top of the list is Ken Griffey Jr. Right. I mean, right. good grief. The guy is a certified hall of famer and, and was the face of baseball throughout the nineties. Yeah. And it's just, it's funny to me that the, the disdain for trout, not getting there. I totally understand that. And it's a colossal failure on the part of the angels to not build around him. And right. You and I have covered that over and over and over again. At the same time, the people who say, well, we just want to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. We just want to see him get there. Well, you you were the first ones to ridicule him for striking out to the world's best sweeper from Shohei Otani (laughs) in the WBC. Like those are the same. They fall in the same Venn diagram, Mike, of people who criticize Trout because (laughs) that sweeper was nasty. I looked at it on uh, StatCast, I think, while we covered that event when when they faced each other we covered that here on lockdown angels the nastiest yeah. slider sweeper you ever want to see and people were upset that trout struck out it's like come on i do recall you saying that that was the perfect spot at the perfect speed for that sweeper oh and it was off the charts it was yeah, it, like it was statcast could, statcast couldn't read it because yep. it was better than like the best of Statcast recording, and of course it came from <laughs> Shohei, right? And, right. And gosh, man, you're gonna probably strike out more often than not against Shohei Otani, yeah, in his prime when he's healthy. And I would, I would take that at bat multiple times. I think Trout does come through 
multiple times, but I also think he probably strikes out multiple times because it's two of the greatest players of this generation going at it. That's what you want, and that's what we long for with Trout. But you're right, people are jumping all over him because he struck out, and the truth was the Angels got a run, or the uh, WBC USA team got a run in that game because of Trout, yeah. and because of his impact, he helped carry that team there. Yeah, they wouldn't have been there had Trout not been a part of the team. And the same goes for Shohei Otani. The, right. the Team Japan wouldn't have been there without Otani as well. And hopefully we'll get some more matchups now that uh, Otani's on the Dodgers. We'll see maybe Trout and Otani face off again. That'll yeah. be really fun. But again, yeah. when, when a game of, when a game and you, you, you fail 66% of the time and yeah. that's considered a success, that's the, the world that we're living in when it comes to baseball, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Angels Ducks fan, 1969, on YouTube. Great commenter. Always appreciate their comments. He said, here's a question for Fan Mail Friday. Who's your most underrated player ever to put on an Mm. Angels uniform? I had to rack my brain about this one, Mike, but I'm interested in your thoughts. I I, I think I'm going to get some pushback on this because I don't know if some people would say he's underrated, but I think because of the teams that he was on, he can feel underrated. And Mm. speaking of those 90s teams, Chuck Finley comes to mind, Johnny. Mm. I think he was somebody who, if he was on a, a, a winning team and they went to the playoffs, I think Chuck Finley would be in the same category as an Andy Pettit or Mm. in the same category as maybe even a Roger Clemens. He didn't have the stats of Roger Clemens, but he was somebody that would get to almost 200 innings, if not over 200 innings every single year, double digits in wins, 150 plus strikeouts. He'd get to 200 strikeouts in some of those some of those games. And and I remember as a kid watching Chuck Finley on KTLA in Los Angeles, Channel 5, and watching Ken Wilson and Ken Brett, who were the announcers at the time, whenever Chuck Finley was going to pitch, I knew that the game was going to be two to one, three to two. And Chuck Finley's going to go probably seven or eight innings. And there were so many games that I remember him being pulled and he was down by a run, but he went eight innings, gave up one run on two hits, struck out 11 and walked nobody. And it was a beautifully pitched game, but the Angels offense just couldn't come through for him. Mm -hmm. And so I think that he might be a little bit underrated in Angels history because they didn't really win when he was around. I feel like in Angels history, Chuck Finley does get a lot of like celebration, but in the wider baseball world, he's not remembered for, for, as well as he should be yeah, right right and and, right. and and you're right like even to the extent of angel fans like may not have realized who they had in chuck finley mike i'm gonna go a little bit more recent history okay. and again this is kind of off the top of my head but i think cole calhoun was really hmm. underrated in yeah. his time here because the year 2014 josh hamilton of course is was struggling since 2013 then he was injured in 2014 for a lot of that season cole calhoun stepped up and while he was a speedy outfielder, some of the greatest defense you'll ever see. I also think that he was a great leadoff guy for a time being. And then, Mike, in his last season with us, or maybe it was 2018 or 2019, he had 33 home runs. So right. he, his average declined, but then his power went up. Yeah. He was never like, you know, a super great on base guy, but man, just like those great, that great contact he would make. And then the, yep. the little bat flip, the like bat that flip was great where he would just kind of throw it up with his, Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I think to me, if I'm going with recent history, I think Cole Calhoun could be somewhat underrated. Yeah, now I know I like he's that. a little bit older now and kind of bouncing from team to team. And I think he's got a minor league deal uh, with 
somebody out there. I forget who's with <laughs> someone, someone. Uh, but he was with the Mariners at one point, the Rangers at one point. I think over the last two years. So for me, I think Cole Calhoun fits that bill for somebody who's underrated in recent history. Hey, uh, we appreciate you making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. We're just getting started here and coming up more of your fan mail Friday questions, including one of our favorite Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life, a movie about what if. Now, if we're going to answer this question in reverse, what would have happened if already sold? We're going to talk about all of that coming right up. Hey, Johnny, can we play a game on your birthday? That'd be all right. Heck yeah, let's okay. do it. So, uh, you know, today's sponsor, today's show is sponsored by FanDuel. We love FanDuel. We're glad that they're here. We, we talk about this, FanDuel specifically, pretty often on Locked on Angels. Had a lot of Locked on Angel listeners that have jumped over to FanDuel. So, John, let's play a little uh, uh, guess the answer. Some Hit me. Here. All right. So, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. There you go. And right now, new customers get $150. Yes. If in bonus bets if they do a winning how much five dollar money line bet michael you're winning this game so well look at like you're, you're getting older and you still have a great memory <laughs> uh that's 150 bucks if your team wins there you go so if you've been thinking about joining fanduel there's no better time to get in on all the action the app is really easy to use johnny tell me about the wide range of betting options there's three specific that we mention every day on this show do you remember yeah, them you've got the spreads the player props and the over unders and many many more and fanduel can tell you how to do all of those betting options so don't wait visit fanduel.com locked on and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel. They're the official betting partner of the NFL. It's the Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every single day. Locked On Everydayers, Locked On has launched the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel on YouTube. Just go on over to Locked On Sports Today's YouTube channel. You can hit that live button and you can get into all the action from every story across all the sports. All the biggest stories of the day are there for you 24-7, 365. So head on over to their YouTube channel, Locked On Sports Today. Hit subscribe and be part of the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel. It's Fan Mail Friday here on Locked On Angels, and James Pack on YouTube asked this question, John, and I thought it was a really good question. What's the most effective way as Halo fans to get through to Artie Moreno? Do we boycott games, concessions, merchandise? Do we mm. protest with signs and chants? Do we go to games and do we boo management every chance that we get? <laughs> what, what do you think is the most effective way to get through to Artie Moreno. Yeah, I've I've got a couple of thoughts about this. First, Mike, I think Angel fans have gotten through to Artie Moreno. Mm. And I think that discussion came up last season when he said he was going to sell the team. And I think that the I mean, they certainly know the sentiment among Angel fans is disappointment and disgust at what's gone on the last 10 years and even prior to that before they uh didn't make the playoffs from 2010 to 2013. Yeah. And so I think the the sentiment from Angel fans has reached Artie, of course. And I think that was a big incentive for him to want to sell. And it's funny, what's the what's the Batman uh, uh, Dark Knight line? You live long enough to see yourself become the villain or yes. something like that. Yes. And that's what's happened to Artie. And so yeah. to get back to James's question, I, I see a lot of people say like, 
I'm going to boycott. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to go to games, things like that, which I totally understand. And you and I will never sit here on Locked on Angels and tell people, quote unquote, how to fan. Yeah. Right? We will not tell you how to express your fandom or what to do or what to say, or you're not a fan if you don't do this, or you're not a fan if you do that. We're not going to do that here, right? At the same time, I think that it's up to the fan to decide how they want to do it. When it comes to being the most effective, every time Artie's made an appearance, the fans have have booed him. Yeah. And have you noticed, Mike? He doesn't make appearances anymore. Right. And And you know what? To be fair, that might be... You know, he's getting older. He's almost 80. He uh, doesn't go to a lot of things. I think Carol Marino was the one who was out there with the uh, O2 team at the celebration mm-hmm. last season. I, I don't think Artie was out there. Um, and and again, I, I think that that keeps reoccurring. We, we don't see Artie out there because because fans are being vocal about it, because yeah. fans yeah. Are, are saying so. I, I remember last year when the A's came to town, or this past season, the A's came to town. There was sell the team stuff everywhere. And then that little boy had to sell the team for the Angels yeah. and it got taken away. Yeah. That's what I think is the problem here is that fans who go and protest at the games are going to be shut down. They're going to be yeah. kicked out. They're going to require them to change their shirts or throw away their signs and stuff like that. And that's the that goes back to state run media, doesn't right. it? Doesn't that just right. go back to censoring, you know, fans and their sentiments and stuff like that? I will say this though. Again, we're not going to tell you how to fan, but I will say that Mike and I are using our pretty popular Angels platform to share the things that we're disappointed with mm-hmm. with this team and the way it's been run and the way ownership has handled things for the last 15 years. It's unacceptable, and that's why we're so vocal about the things that have gone on here, not to mention the backdoor dealings with the city and all the controversy with you know staff on the angels and things like that, like minor leagues. Yeah. Minor leagues and and housing and all of that stuff. It's unacceptable. And, and, and it's not just an angels problem in a lot of those cases, but in some cases it's specifically an angels problem and it's an ownership problem. So to me, I think the best way to get through to angels ownership is to just keep doing what we, what everyone's been doing. They share their displeasure on Twitter. Um, They share their displeasure with the angels final score graphic and, I feel bad for the social media manager who has to see all that, but I'm sure <laughs> yeah. she, he or she is not the only one looking at that. Um, so at the end of the day, I think that what people have been doing is still being effective. And if you don't want to go to games, that's okay too. But for me and you, Mike, I feel like I want to go because I want to see Zach Neto play and Ohapi yeah. play and Mike yeah. Trout play. And it's not their fault that the right. Angels are in the situation that right. they're in. And I want to see those guys play. So I don't get to as many games as I would like to, but I'll go to a few throughout the season just because I want to be there to support the guys. Cause at the end of the day, the guys on the field are who matters. I'm not rooting for an owner. I'm not rooting for front office. I'm rooting for the guys on the field and that's who I want to support with my fandom. How about you? Yeah. You know, you made a couple of really good points there. And I think that it's really important to be clear about our frustrations with Artie Moreno. And it isn't just about the product on the field or if he's going to spend money or not like that, that plays into it. But as we've said on this show before, like there are some layers to this and we already mm. brought it up with the loss of Tyler Skaggs and with the minor leagues and with the radio guys having to broadcast from their laundry room. And I mean, like this isn't just about 
he's unwilling to pay for Shohei. Yeah, right? or like, going it, above the luxury tax. Like, absolutely. Like, like those, things are, those things are frustrating, right? Yes. The, the reason why the sell the team chants come out is because there have been mistreatment of people in this organization under Artie's watch. Not directly by Artie that we are aware of, but there have been people that have been mistreated. And, and quite honestly, the person that's responsible for that is the person that's in charge. It's the person that leads the organization. If my organization was unhealthy and people were mistreating each other, that's on me. And mm -hmm. I would need to resign or I would need to fix uh, the, the problem, right? And so when we bring up these problems and angel fans and everydayers know this, when we bring up these problems, it isn't just about like, I can't believe you wouldn't go over the luxury tax. And then you waived all these guys so that you can back under the luxury tax. It is more about that. There are, there are humans that have been mistreated in this mm. organization and there hasn't been any sort of rectifying of that and if they've mm -hmm. moved in the direction of that they haven't necessarily talked about that and so that's where the frustration really comes from and i think honestly attendance matters and so that's going to be the biggest thing that gets noticed is that when they're not hitting three million and they haven't been that's going to go down and it's not a covid problem i know that coming out of covid they were blaming it on covid but the truth is is that you're not putting a good product on the field that's going to communicate one particular frustration but even deeper than that using mediums like this are really, really helpful because we can talk about some of the things that are underneath the luxury tax problem, which really isn't even a problem at, in the grand scheme of things. It's the, it's the way that people have been treated in this organization. That's just really unacceptable. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we'll, we'll use our, our platform to speak about things when they come up. Like we'll speak to the competitive side of things where, yeah, we are frustrated that they won't go over the luxury yeah, tax, yeah. but you're right there. We have covered the layers that you mentioned on this show uh, time and time again. So I think that's important to, to point out and we'll keep having these conversations. And yep. just because we have these conversations doesn't make Mike and I right or wrong or somebody else right or wrong. It's stuff that needs to be discussed. And yeah. because we are who we are and because we have this chance, we're going to talk about it. And that's right. really what it comes down to. And hey, Vivian Murillo, 8216 on YouTube, she said, do you think that Shohei's contract with the Dodgers shows us the issues and frustrations hmm. he had with Artie and Perry? I think Shohei deferred the money because he knows the issues with Artie was getting close or surpassing the luxury tax. He wants the Dodgers to be able to go out and compete. Secondly, I think the opt-out clause is there because if the owner or the GM leave, it's because he doesn't want the new Dodgers or owner or GM to have an opposite way of thinking than yeah. the guys who were there. And then hire somebody who might be more in line with Artie Marino's unwillingness to be competitive. Yeah. And then he also said third, or she said third, the no trade clause was because of last year's trade deadline rumors that Shohei didn't like and came to the media saying he wanted to win with his team. At the end of the day, I'm sure that the lack of winning and strategy and conviction from Artie and Perry was the reason why we lost him and not the money. Vivian, I, I think I fully agree with that. Yeah. I do think that Shohei wanted to be the guy who got the largest contract in baseball and yeah. turns out all of U.S. sports. And not because he's all about the money, but I think he wants the accolade because he's broken record after record after record. So why not get the biggest contract in free agency that anyone yeah. has ever gotten? At the same time, I think that Vivian, everything that she said here is absolutely 100% true. I think that the reason things shook out the way that they did and were set up with the Dodgers the way that they were is because Otani has seen the way that the Angels have fallen short with uh, being competitive and trying to get to the finish line, and Shohei didn't want that for his next contract.
Locked on Angels is brought to you by Logic's Credit Union. On this show, you get a lot of hot takes and in-depth analysis, and we're going to give you our hottest take and best analysis right now. The best lineup in the LA area is the lineup of auto loans at Logic's. They start off at the top of the lineup with one of my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Next up, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And then rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys at Logix, you could lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. Again, a lot of hot takes, a lot of in-depth analysis here on Locked on Angels, but the best hot take and the best analysis is that you can't beat the lineup at Logix. So visit your local Logix branch in the LA area and let one of their amazing team members help you out. Or you can apply online in minutes at logixbanking.com slash car. That's L-O-G-I-X banking.com slash car. Mike, I love this last question we have for Fan Mail Friday. <laughs> and uh, we're we're calling it it's a wonderful artyless life. And here's why. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Mather on Twitter said, I want to get your hypothetical take on where this franchise would be had Artie sold, like he said he would, almost like it's a wonderful life in reverse, hmm. since it's Christmas time. So because it's Christmas Eve on Sunday and Christmas Day on Monday, Mike, let's imagine this version of It's a Wonderful Life had already Marino sold. Mr. Mr. Gower. Mr. Gower. How's that? How's that? Okay, let me start you want here. You the moan? I'll give you the moan. <laughs> uh, so the rumor in January 2023 was a Japanese consortium is funding another buying group and wants a good front man. Mm-hmm. Angels have a good sold. front man. Angels are sold to a Japanese investor group for $3.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Their front man? former Brewers GM David Stearns, who's hired away from his advisory role with the Brewers after he turned over baseball operations to their current GM, Matt Arnold. He will be the president of baseball operations, overseeing Perry Manassian and working with him to get the Angels back to their winning ways. 2023 still plays out the way that it did since the Angels are in a bit of a holding pattern until the sale is finalized and approved by MLB ownership. Then, Prior to the end of the 2023 season and before the Mets have a chance to hire him, the Angels announced the hiring of David Stearns. November 2nd, Shohei Otani becomes a free agent, does his due diligence in researching free agency and meeting with other teams. Next, Mike, a single graphic appears on Angels social media on Friday, December 8th, right after the winter meetings, and it says... Konnichiwa, hmm. written in Japanese along with 12-11, so December 11th. Shortly after it's announced, the Angels hold a massive press conference outside Angel Stadium on Monday, December 11th. With the 2023 season and the ghost of Christmas past Artie Marino behind them, the Angels hold a huge press conference outside the stadium in order for fans to meet the new ownership. David Stearns welcomes all the Angel fans cheering outside the stadium. He introduces each individual member of the new ownership group. He welcomes up Mike Trout, mm-hmm. who Trout goes on to say that today he has a good reason for being here and not being in Philly to watch his Eagles play. Uh, and he says, you guys want to know what that good reason is? 
And Mike, like a WWE return at the Royal Rumble, <laughs> Shohei Otani and Ipe Mizuhara emerge from behind the curtain to a roaring ovation despite all the speculation and crying from baseball media because the winter meetings, Shohei didn't make a decision during the winter meetings. Shohei Otani and the Angels have managed to keep his free agency and his new deal with the Angels a secret. Otani My God, is that Shohei Otani? <laughs> <laughs> That's Shohei Otani's music. <laughs> Otani approaches the mic, and after a long, sustained 15-minute MVP chant, hmm. <laughs> the crowd noise dies down. Otani smirks and utters a simple konnichiwa. Shohei gives a very good, simple speech translated by Ipe about how he's always wanted to help the Angels get back to the playoffs and assures the team that he will do everything he can to do so. He knows that the team's new ownership group has a plan in place to help improve this team and bring the Angels back to the playoffs in 2024. After Shohei's speech, we all wipe the tears from our eyes. David yes. Stearns returns to the podium and details the Angels' plan to create a clear path from the minors to the majors through infrastructure, player development, and an emphasis on creating a comfortable life for minor leaguers so that they can give 100% to getting better mm. and making it to the bigs. Finally, Stern says he's grateful that Shohei is coming back to the Angels. And outside of Japan, Anaheim has been his second home, and this is how we're going to welcome him home. And then suddenly, John, the Los Angeles Angels banner falls, Re revealing a refreshed Angels logo Come on. with New Jersey colors and alternates, including a visiting journey jersey with the word Anaheim Let's written go! across the front of it. The Anaheim Angels are returning to their winning ways, says Stearns, which, and he says, what better way to do this today than to return to the name of the team that won it all in 2002 and this is where the crowd cheers and says this is awesome <laughs> right and then they start <laughs> chanting and 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 we fade to black roll credits john <laughs> mike was that a wonderful life what do you think uh, i love it i man that got me really excited great job on writing that out too because <laughs> when i read it i went this is beautiful I think I would want this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a, yes, I'm, I'm a, writer. a writer. There's your Seinfeld <laughs> for the day, everybody. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every day is remember that Locked On has launched its first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Angels and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Whether you're watching or listening, come on over to YouTube, find today's show, and comment below the video. We'd love to get in on the conversation with you. What do you think of our It's a Wonderful Life scenario? And also, can you guess my age? That's what we're going to do as well. Mike, don't, don't forget that we got to get out there and vote again. The Sports Podcast Awards 2024 Lockdown Angels is up for it, so that voting link is in the episode description. Whether you're watching or listening, find that link, 
We would love to have your vote and have your support. It means a lot to us. And we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our everydayers. So if you want to get me a birthday present, there you go. That would there be the is. best birthday present. <laughs> okay, Mike, it's it's Christmas weekend. Yep. We'll be back on Wednesday. So when we're back on Wednesday, what do we have on deck? Well, the Halos have signed a lot of depth pieces. Can we yes. call them depth pieces? Uh, who are they and why they should matter to you? We're going to talk about that on Wednesday, next Wednesday on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. I can't wait to talk about Jake Marisnik, Mike. That's going to be a funny one. Considering, yeah, stay out of his you know, way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up right there. Guys, we hope you have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas Eve, a Christmas Day with friends, family, or whoever you call your family. We're grateful for you. Thank you for being part of our Locked on Angels family. Until Wednesday, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Have a super Halo holiday. 